Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Mean Line Media presents Business of the Beat. Hi, I'm Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and I am a founder, brand builder, entrepreneur, and believe in the mantra, Carpe Diem. I created this podcast, Business of the Beat, through my own experience as a beauty executive to talk about, tell stories, and highlight the business of beauty through conversations with beauty and wellness entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, helping to diversify the industry. This week on Business of the Beat. I'm trying to change the narrative behind that. And if we can all understand that every single one of us was created in purpose, on purpose, for a purpose, that means there is something that we were created to do in this world, okay? We weren't created to find purpose because purpose was never lost. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, and welcome to Business of the Beat. Today's guest is Angela Davis, co-founder and chief motivation officer of Army. But before we get started, don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and your feedback means so much to us. Leave a five-star rating and a review. All right, everyone. Angela Manuel Davis is an international fitness evangelist and motivational coach. As a former member of the USA track and field team, Angela was a five-time All-American who held world rankings in the 100-meter dash. Angela was also an Olympic trial semifinalist, a member of the world championship team, and a professional runner for Nike. In 2014, Angela appeared on and was part of the National Arena Tour. Most recently, Angela has taken on the title of Army Co-Founder and Chief Motivation Officer. With her motivational message and passion for fitness, Angela created Los Angeles's most in-demand group cycle class, training influential cultural forces such as Beyonce, Jay-Z, David Beckham, and Kerry Washington. Equally a powerhouse as fitness coach and motivational speaker leading events across the country, Davis was featured on Oprah Winfrey's Live the Life You Want Tour and Oprah's 2020 Vision Tour. I love this quote from Angela. None of us fully know what we are truly capable of until we commit to putting a demand on our potential. We were all created for a purpose on purpose to unlock what we are each called to do in this life is a true gift. I co-founded ARMY to help you get there, to encourage you physically and mentally to be the highest expression of yourself. Thank you so much, Angela. Welcome to Business of the Beat. This is such an honor and a treat to have you with me today. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. This is a privilege and an honor on my end. So thank you. It's so funny when Allie Rose introduced us, I was just like, oh my gosh, I have been following you. All of my friends have been following you. And I have to tell you, I'm wearing this Alpha Aquatic sweatshirt. My daughter is on the swim team and she was the youngest on her team. And I was showing her you and your videos and the motivation and purpose and like getting hype. And I'm like, she's Olympics. And she said, mommy, where, where my shirt? 
where my shirt? And so then when I heard you talking about your son and your dad, I was just like, it, it, we're a sports family too. My husband played ball. I was a cheerleader. So I had to, I had to do this because I know sports is ingrained in you and your family as well. Repping baby girl. We'll <laughs> tell her to keep crushing it. <laughs> I will. That's awesome. I will. So Angela, I mean, just an amazing career. More than that, you are an amazing person. And I get so motivated and so inspired by you. So I want to start with who is Angela Manuel Davis? Who are you? Where does where does it come from? You know, I I'm a child of God. I am somebody who has, you know, dedicated my life to living in purpose and to encouraging everyone else around me to do the same. I'm a mom and a wife, a sister, a friend, a coach. And, uh, you know, for me, I think the through line, when I look back at my life, the through line has been that of being an encourager. I feel like my parents were always like, you're such an encourager. You're such an encourager. And, um, you know, coming from a sports family and being a professional athlete myself, it's just this marriage between sport and spirituality where I found my pocket and I found my sweet spot, you know, and it's the ability to coach uh, individuals in their best life and using spiritual principles, uh, but using physicality. There's something that's so beautiful that happens when we are in a place of vulnerability, whether it be a hard workout or, you know, where we feel challenged. And in those moments where we feel challenged and most vulnerable, it, it is the sweetest opportunity to get to pour into someone encouragement and love and hope. And you can do this. You got this, you know, and, and that's why I, I identify as a coach. Um, and, and for me, a coach is someone that reaches in and grabs your greatness and says, here it is. And that's why I identify as an encourager because an encourager is someone that takes the courage out of them and puts them, puts it in the individual and says, here, here, you too can do this. Wow. It is. And, and, and just, and just like that already, my, my heart is beating <laughs> fast. I, it's funny because I was cycling this morning um, and I was thinking about you and I was like, you can do it. Like, on purpose. And it's so, mm. it's so empowering because the adrenaline rush that you get from working out is one piece of the tide of spirituality. And I found yeah. that when I get up in the morning and instead of grabbing my phone, I pray in bed and then to get up yeah. and to take a moment to pray, to meditate and to work out, it literally amplified my working out. Tenfold, That's right. Right. That's right. And I hadn't That's thought right. of it. And then when you talk about the mixing of the physical, the mental, in terms of this encouragement and the highest expression, that vibration you can't match. Yeah, I think what it is, and I think for so many people, you know, even though I come from a sports background, my dad was drafted out of high school to play pro ball. Um, he ended up managing uh, in Major League Baseball. And my mom and dad are still high school sweethearts and, and, and they're, they're married to this day, but my mom does not like working out. You know, it's a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for her. And even though as the 
you know, she has four kids. I'm the oldest of four and we're all athletes. It was a struggle for her. And so for a lot of our community and a lot of, you know, individuals all over, it's, it's a struggle, you know, maybe people just don't like working out, you know, it's, it isn't their thing. It's like when it's your thing, it's your thing. But when it's not your thing, it's a constant battle in finding something that, brings you joy that you can commit to. And I understand that. And so for me, being in this game for so long and so many years, I'm trying to change the narrative behind that. And if we can all understand that every single one of us was created in purpose on purpose for a purpose, that means there is something that we were created to do in this world. Okay, we weren't created to find purpose because purpose was never lost. We were actually created with purpose, right? So discovering that for a lot of people is a journey all in itself. And imagine this, imagine if our bodies are what houses our gifts and talents, okay? Our body houses the gift. And so what if we simply look at it like, I want to be strong enough in my body to do the call on my life. I want to be strong enough in my body to do the thing that I was called, created, and intended to do. And, and I think it, 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 it shifts, it takes it off of aesthetics, it takes it off of weight loss, it takes it off of glutes and hamstrings and abs, and it, it takes it off of that and it puts it into something that's more meaningful. And I think a lot of times it's hard about people connecting to working out is that it, it, the meaning isn't great enough, you know, like I'm, I'm cool, fluffy or, or like, I'm, I'm good like this, you know, there's not a meeting meaning there. And I think if we shift that and we understand, look, regardless of aesthetics, I want to be, I want to be around long enough to do the call on my life. I don't want to let, you know, heart disease, diabetes snatch me out before my time. Like I am committed to this life and I am committed to do the call on my life. And I think that is the energy and the intention that can help someone find a pocket for working out that may not have one. Well, I mean, there's so many pieces there and like the energy and intention. And it is, we get so caught up in the means to the ends that a workout is going to make you skinny. It's going to make you all these things. And so people feel like they have to go hard and be rough and all these things. But there's such a simplicity in going for a walk. There's a simplicity Mm -hmm. and understanding that energy comes from moving your body and getting up and doing things. And I love you talking about removing the aesthetic piece and thinking about your whole life, right? Everyone's like, life is short, or you only live once, but life is long whenever we pour into ourselves. And whenever we can recognize, I love that, Mm -hmm. like, our purpose is here. Like this whole, let's go find my path and my purpose. You may be trying to figure out how your purpose shows up for you in that moment, but you intentionally Mm -hmm. have a purpose that's been placed upon your life. And I love how you weave it all together. Because if we can look at the energy and the mindset and move away from the physicality of what we think our outside form has to look like. Cause I've talked to people and it, it, you said it so clearly, like it's not about an app. Not everyone is going to have these ripped abs and, and the two people could be doing the exact same workout and not have the same results. Like that's, that's right. just fundamentally true. So we have to look beyond ourselves. And I think that it's so fascinating, even when you talk about your purpose, you know, athlete, entrepreneur, like 
running this amazing empire and being the source of inspiration to so many people. How are you then pouring into yourself because you give so much? So energetically, I'm always like, man, she's always motivating us and going so hard. What is pouring into yourself look like in this sea of ease and intention that you give to everyone else? I think, uh, you know, we share a lot of similarity in the sense that, you know, the first thing I do when I open my eyes is I say thank you. You know, it's not rushing to my phone to check my messages and my emails, but it's, you know, spending time with the one that woke me up this morning, you know, because not everybody was on the wake up list, you know, and the fact that, you know, you know, I can open my eyes and be alive. I'm, you know, that's gratitude, you know, so I, I think about prayer and gratitude, like putting my day in the Waze app. Like I, I live in LA and I use the Waze app to get to where I need to go. And, and Waze will, you know, give you the quickest way to get to your destination. And I feel like I am more efficient when I ground and anchor myself in uh, prayer and gratitude at the top of the day. Um, and another thing that I do to pour into myself is I'm constantly listening to something, you know, whether it's a book on tape, whether it's, you know, whether it's a message from a preacher or a speaker that I love. When I was a kid, my parents, they would play like Martin Luther King tapes in the in the house and, and, you know, worship music. But my mom and dad were really mindful. They would always say garbage in, garbage out. And they would say, you know, you need to uh, protect your eye gates and your ear gates. And so what we would play in our home would be things that would seep into us unbeknownst to us as kids, right? And I feel like I've held on to that. And I feel like that's how I stay fed is that I'm constantly eating food that I know will nourish me spiritually so that I can do uh, my life's work. Wow. We, we forget that what we consume is so important in terms of our mindset and how we think yep. because the power of the subconscious brain that it's, it's, it's amazing. Like I, I'm always yep. thinking to your point, I'm like, okay, let me anchor myself. And I always am praying for a hedge of protection around me, but also to protect me so that my eyes will remain open and I can see yeah. what's for me and what's not for That's me. Right. And especially, I think, you know, as business founders, like this is my third, fourth company that I'm starting. And even thinking about having a co-founder, you know, I mm -hmm. had a co-founder that I started a business and didn't. And so my prayer has really been one of the people that are around me, the people that are closest to me, what are they saying to me? How am I bringing that in? And how am I interpreting that through the lens of spirituality to protect me? And so I think That's beautiful. It's, it's, inter I, it's so true. And even when you talk about like, what's, what are we absorbing? Because there's so mm -hmm. much noise. And I think even as you talk about that, that piece of absorption mentally, like what's the most challenging thing about what you do? Is it the mental helping your clients and everyone understand the mental piece or is it the physical piece? Like what's the most challenging in all of this? I think the most challenging part of what I do 
is not necessarily at all the work I do with my athletes or um, clients or, you know, that part is not challenging at all, actually. I think the part that I find most challenging and what I do is because it is so energetically draining to give a moment all you got, you know, all you got. You, you show up every time when you're showing up in purpose, when you are showing up and you're honoring the gifts, you're ultimately honoring the gift giver. So it's serious for me. It's not I don't randomly show up. I don't kind of show up. I don't halfway show up. I show up and I give it all that I have because I owe the moment that I owe the gift giver that I owe the gift that and and equally as important, I owe the person on the other side that, you know, that chose to show up with me in this moment. You know, we, we are everything that we say yes to, there's a number of things that we've said no to. So if someone's going to show up to my space, they've had to say no to a number of things just to choose my space and to choose, you know, my coaching. And that matters like that actually really matters to me. And so I think the hardest part for me is to maintain that same energy with the ones that matter the most. And that's my family. And that's just keeping it real. Like as a mom and a wife, that's the hardest part. Doing my life's work is not hard. And being a mom and a wife is actually the greatest joy like ever, ever, ever. But they deserve that same energy. They deserve that same uh, intention. They deserve. Um, they they deserve my best. You know, it's it's like I heard a really good preacher say, "I have to stop cheating on my family with the church." Like, you know, when we when we when we flip priority and when we and when we put something. It you know in a higher perspective, or we honor something more than something you know else that is supposed to have the highest rank, then we're out of order. You know, then we're not actually doing right by it all. And so that for me is my biggest challenge: is to find the the flow in that, to find the boundary in that, to be willing to say no when I when I have to say no, like. I'm at a point in my life, you know, I'm 47 years old. I know, I know what it costs when I say yes to certain opportunities or certain um, platforms. I know what it costs. And so when I weigh the cost, I have to be willing to say no. And I, I'll say no to things that maybe some people would say yes to, but it costs me too much. It costs me too much for my family. It costs me time away from my kids. It costs me energy. It costs me preparation time. And it, the, it costs me too much. No matter, no matter sometimes what's on the other side, if it is a paid gig and, and the pay is, is high, you know, you have to honor that and weigh it. And I'm just at a point in my life where I'm, I'm so committed to doing right by my purpose that um, the boundaries that I have to set are, are mandatory. And that's the challenging part. That was a long-winded answer, but that's the challenging part. That was an amazing answer. And it's the most um, clear way of talking about balance. 
You know, mm-hmm. we're always getting asked, how do you balance? How do you balance your mom? You're all these things. And like, it's, and I'm always like, there is no balance. There's never a balance. You are always sacrificing something for something yep. else. Right. Yep. And I love this, the higher priority and ranking and understanding the boundaries that come with that, because you're right. It's all, it's all, it's, it's basically a sea of decisions every day. Are you going to do this or yeah. you're not going to do that? You know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to protect taking my daughter to school and then I'll like waver on it and I'll notice her and myself when I do waver on school. And clearly there's yeah. going to be things that keep us. But I think if we think about it through this lens of like, what does it cost? And yep. weighing that out, it's it's profound and it takes time to get there. Like it, it takes maturity. It takes understanding. And it is I I. The greatest joy, the greatest gift is is my daughter. I look at her and it just I'm just like I'm obsessed with her. She is yes. just amazing. And my husband, because we wouldn't have her without each other. And so That's right. The beauty in that is just it's profound. And as you think about what it costs, the sacrifices, the energy. Talk about army and the meaning. The double A is so profound because everything you do has significant meaning. Um, How does that, how did that manifest? How did you create that, build it? What are the plans? What's the future? What's the double A? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have a partner, Akin Ackman. Um, and you know, so the A is Angela and, you know, Akin, it's us. And, um, I am, and I am so honored to have him as a partner. And we have a third partner, Trey, who is, you know, the one behind it all that keeps us fly and keeps us dope and, and make sure um, that we are presenting ourselves uh, in a way that we are all proud of. Uh, any touch point to Army is something that we are proud of. And, you know, I think. I I think even with that, you know, like army for me is my first, you know, business. And I got to a point in my life where I knew that I had earned ownership. I had earned that right. I had earned the right to be an owner. I'd earned that. And, um, and I took a leap of faith at, at, you know, um, at a significant height in my career. Um, but it, it, it was in my career as an employee. And, um, and I knew that that was no longer uh, what was for me, you know, and I and I fought that for a really long time, to be honest with you, because life was really good. Um, and it was, you know, I didn't have to worry about who was paying the light bill and who was, you know, cleaning the toilets and I could drop in and drop out. And, you know, I had, you know, I was crushing it, you know, and I didn't have the pressure of owning. And so really I didn't want to, you know, like I didn't want to, life was good. I could take vacations. I could travel around the world and it was beautiful. But then there began to be this pull and I knew that the moment required more, you know, it's like that moment that you, that you get to the mountaintop and you have to, you have to choose to reach back, 
And you're never on the mountaintop just to absorb the light. You're on the mountaintop to turn into a flashlight to show other people the way. And I knew I couldn't just sit on the mountaintop and absorb the light. I knew it was time to turn into a flashlight and to show other people the way. And that was ownership for me. I couldn't show people the way that I, how I felt convicted to as an employee. And so I took that leap of faith. And um, I think it, it, it was just timing with uh, my partners and myself, you know, that was just divine timing. And I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm grateful to have partners that shared a vision and could share in the weight of the vision. You know, Um, I think that was for me like a huge blessing. Wow. The flashlight analogy is amazing. And it is. um, I love that. I earned the right to be an owner. I always say I have a mindset of an entrepreneur and entrepreneur because Mm -hmm. my goal when I was like sixth grade was to do PR. And then I was like, I'm going to be the youngest VP at my company. And, Mm -hmm. and I did that. And I didn't realize that as I was doing that, I was becoming an entrepreneur. And you think about this notion of divine timing. Like I've started saying, someone was supposed to introduce me to someone. It took three months and she was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's all divine timing. Like we have to be secure in our faith that when things happen, it's divine timing. And the goal, like Mm -hmm. we keep talking about is when you're living in purpose and you're spiritually led, that when that timing comes, you're ready for it. And you know that Mm -hmm. it's time to receive it because so Mm -hmm. often we're not, we're trying not to receive. We're like, not yet, not yet, because it feels good because we have all the things that we need. But when that divine timing is placed upon us, then we know that it's time and that trigger, yes. I earn the right to be an owner. That is, hey. woo, girl. That's a word. That's a word right there. <laughs> that is a that'll word. Set, that'll set you free. Yes. And the divine timing of it. So when we think about um, this notion of divine timing, of where the business is going, where you're going, the sacrifices that you're making, you know, you guys have grown so quickly, the subscription, the gear, the app, it's all of these amazing things. Like, what does what does the future hold um, for you personally and through the company and your co-founders? Well, I mean, our goal, our hope, our dream is to reach as many people as possible. You know, for me, the reason for ownership was to really be able to reach out into the darkest edges of the world and to and to not have a limitation or a restriction on how far we can go. And so it's really about reaching as many people as possible. Our app isn't offered all over the world just yet. So it's getting those music licenses and clearances to be able to, because we use, we don't use uh, stock music, we use music. So we've had to pay a lot of money for music. Uh, Music was a really important, uh, you know, it's important to our culture. It's important to us. It's important to what we do, what, how I coach, you know, um, with music, what, what music opens up for us and the freedom that it, um, you know, allows. So music was important. So I needed to, you know, spend a lot of money to be able to play music. And so it's music, you know, we're working through music licensings for the app you know, for the globe. And that's a process, you know, so we're working to reach as many people as possible to really uh, grow our 
our subscriber numbers. Um, our app is, you know, if you go to the website, www.aarmy.com, you can download the app. And if you put in the promo code Angela30, I'll give you 30 free days on the app. Um, so it's just growing our subscribers, reaching uh, the world, and continuing to be the leaders in, 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 in the industry. I feel like, you know, we were all created by the ultimate creator to be creative. And so it should look different. It should feel different. The expression should be different. And I always want to be on the front end of that. Like I, I want to be brave enough and courageous enough to jump and to try and to innovate and to make it different, to make it fresh, you know, to honor culture, to honor the gift giver. You know, there's a lot of things that are, that go, you know, that are involved with it. But I think for us, it's really just, what is the goal? The goal is to expand our territory. Wow. Wow. It's so fascinating because honoring our culture, being brave as founders and entrepreneurs, you know, that that's the holy grail. And then it's funny because then you talk about the the realities and the realities are that we have to buy our music because that's, yep a key piece. And so it's so it's this balance of like, I'm a founder, I get to be creative and create all these things, but then I'm running a business. And so here's the things that we need. So I'm glad that you touched upon that because we have so many founders and entrepreneurs, which is the basis of our show. And it's this notion of, I get to live in this euphoria and being a founder is great, but it's also hard and we're running a business and we're responsible for people. And there's real life music purchasing licensing that happens along our journey. So that's right. Thank you for being real and honest and sharing that as well. That's right. That's right. Right. And I know that we're getting close to time. Um, I wanted to touch on two last things. Practice for progress. Um, You are so minded in terms of charity and equity and equality. And so I know that you guys are doing 100% of your proceeds to the Equal Justice Initiative. Um, Yes. That is so important. Angela, wow, I was blown away by what you're doing. Can you share a little of of that? Well, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's the opportunity to properly use your platform. You know, like anyone, like our platforms are our privilege. You know, like we talk about who's privileged, who's not privileged. Like there is a sense of privilege in all of us and everyone to a certain degree. And for me, my platform is a huge privilege. Like if someone's going to, you know, tune in and, and listen, I have to be responsible for what I'm standing for. I have to be responsible for what side of history I'm on. I have, there's, there's a huge responsibility that comes with the privilege of a platform. And for us, you know, when all that was going down with George Floyd, we immediately, I mean, and we were infants, we were like brand new couple months in, um, on the platform. And we were like, no, we have to, who, you know, if you don't stand for something, you, we've all heard it, you, you fall for everything. Like, who are we standing for? And what are we standing for? And, um, and we needed to make a stance and we did. And we partnered with the Equal Justice Initiative. And 
there was a, a day, it was not long after George Floyd, and we got on Instagram Live for the entire day. We offered different practices, whether it was a boot camp practice or a cycle practice, and we offered throughout the entire day these different practices. And we raised over $100,000 in one day for EJI. And um, and we just decided we were going to continue to uh, partner with EGI, uh, EJI and we were going to continue to support the initiative um, and really um, and really push for them and really fight for them. So that's what we've been doing and we're still doing that. You can go to uh, you can go to our page and, and donate. Um, so it's just it's you know again like being intentional, you know being intentional, um, being purpose driven, understanding the responsibility understanding the call and doing right by it all. Wow. Understanding the responsibility. It is, as you're thinking, I'm like, it's a privilege and it goes back to what we put in the world through our privilege. It has to be purpose. Um, and it has yeah. to be for good. We're here to be of service to others. That, that That's is right. really our mission. So as we close out, Angela, we always ask our guests one thing, um, and this is a fun one. What's one brand that you're excited about? We all of army, we love your commitments, um, and we also love to big up other brands in our community. So let us know which one we should check out. Well, um, a lot of people don't know, but my brother is Jerry Lorenzo, um, the creator, a founder of Fear of God. So um, I'm in my Fear of God yes. little one-off baseball uh, piece. <laughs> but, I mean, I just – I. I obviously support my brother really hardcore. Um, my dad has a foundation called the Jerry Manuel Foundation where uh, my dad played pro baseball like we've discussed um, all of my life. And now he works with underserved youth and teaches them how to play baseball and gives them, you know, godly principles. There's an academic component that's huge and, um, you know, I, I'm excited about the Jerry Manuel Foundation because they are 10 years old and they are um, turning the corner and, and doing some expanding. And so I'm really excited about um, them as well. Wow. Angela, just amazing. Jerry Manuel Foundation. And of course, we all love Fear of God. So right. it's, it's an amazing, amazing family, amazing story. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Thank you so much for taking time um, for living in purpose and helping us all to live in purpose. Your energy and intentionality with everything that you do is amazing, unmatched and unparalleled. So thank you. And as always, I like to share an influencer I'm checking out. And this week, thanks to Angela and her family, Let's all follow and support the Jerry Manuel Foundation. That is at the Jerry Manuel Foundation. Make sure that you follow and support the amazing work that the foundation is doing um, to help move baseball further with intentionality and purpose. And as always, I want to leave you with one thing from today's guest, and that is, and I quote from Angela, I was created in purpose, on purpose, for a purpose. And I will remind myself every single day that God was not having a bad day when he made me. 
And I will remind myself every day that I am necessary. So I leave you with what is your purpose? We're all created in purpose. Find your purpose, live your purpose and live in spirituality. So follow, rate and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode and your feedback means so much to us. Thank you for tuning in. Until next week. Business of the Beat is hosted by Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, assistant producer Jenny Salk, associate producer Ariel Mancibo, executive producer Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, edited by Fish Mar Creative, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business of the Beat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast, and on IG at Business of the Beat. Business of the Beat is a Mean Old Line Media production.